Find Your Focus is a recharging space for the ambitious, introverted woman. Grab a quick energy boost and reflect on how you want to show up as an introverted leader in your personal and professional life. Here's some inspiring stories of people around the world who've done things differently from society's extroverted expectations. Your host, Heather, a woman's leadership and life transitions coach, founder of a restored radiance coaching for the ambitious introvert, international communicator and marketer, world traveler, UK expat, and fellow introvert. Heather aims to help ambitious, introverted women find their unique leadership voice and create life transition roadmaps from career changes to moving countries or cities. Join Heather every Tuesday to find your focus, to fill your mindset with positivity and motivation to go after your dreams using your own unique energy blueprint. Your perceived weaknesses are your powerhouse. Here is your host. Hi, Ambitious Introverts, it's Heather here. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Find Your Focus for Ambitious Introverts. Today, we have a really powerful story. Um, a woman who went from being $200,000 in debt and with massive self-doubt to being a six-figure self-love business owner. And uh, she takes you through the steps she used to get to where she is now. And they are really actionable, simple steps, of course, if you're consistent. So um, if you are feeling uh, like you've been plagued with self-doubt recently, feeling you can't, you don't have any faith in yourself or trust in your actions, um, maybe you're overwhelmed and you don't really see how you can get from uh, where you are now to where you want to be six months to a, a year from now, this is the podcast for you, the episode for you. So stay tuned. Um, the guest for today is Dr. Annalie Mackham. She is a self-love healer, doctor of chiropractic, and podcast host. Dr. Annalie has helped hundreds of women learn to love and accept themselves. And her mission is to empower, motivate, brighten, and inspire people to come home to who they really are so they can step into their power. Dr. Annalie uses spiritual and practical tools to help women step into their higher selves and become who they are meant to be. She uses her intuition to help remove blocks that are preventing people from getting their desires, whether it's the man, the dream body, health, or career. So if you have any questions about even how to know what your intuition is telling you, how to get clear on where you are to getting to where you want to be, how to activate your trust and your faith and to release any self-doubt. Stay on um, and listen ahead because this uh, podcast episode is very juicy. As always, uh, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at a restored radiance. I'd love to hear from you and to hear what really was the aha moment for you in this episode. And as always, I hope this is really nourishing for you and inspiring as you take your own bold action as an ambitious introvert. Hello, ambitious introverts. It's Heather here, and I'm so excited for our guest in the podcast today. Her name is Dr. Annalie Mockham, and she is a doctor of chiropractic, a self-love healer, and host of Coming Home Podcast. Dr. Annalie, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you, Heather. I am so excited to be here. I'm excited to get more intimate with your audience and share what I have to offer. 
Well, ladies, Dr. Annalie, she is um, both a you know, science background as well as a spiritual background and a fellow ambitious introvert. So Dr. Annalie, before we dive in deep, I just wanted to get your backstory. What's your ambitious introvert story and how did you get to here? Oh my gosh, it's so interesting. I started reflecting on that question and what really comes to me is that, so I am a chiropractor and I was going to open my own chiropractic office, but that would mean I would have to go into the office every single day and be with people and talk and be extroverted and all of those things. And it's not that I don't love people, but I work best from afar. I work best from my home helping people in a big, massive way. And so I knew that that was the way I light myself up and feel really good and authentic. So I wanted to be able to do that and share it in a way that I could reach more people, but not just be around people physically all day. And so that's where I I wanted to spread my teachings of self-love, of healing, coaching women, all, all from online, all from my bedroom, really. So... That just, that just felt more right for me and not feeling like I had to do the thing that I thought I had to do because I had a doctorate education, $200,000 in student loans. I had all of those fierce stories around it, but when I honored being an introvert, being myself, working the best way possible to light myself up, that's when, that's when the floodgates opened. That's amazing. And I love your point there about um, all those stories and that those fears at play, right? I think a lot of people can um, relate to um, having a lot of student debt, loan debt, and how that may sway their decisions to go into um, one career path or another. And for you, um, can you talk to us about how that decision came about was it a a long and angsty one or was it just something deep in your soul that you knew and followed well I always knew growing up when I was a little girl that I would be famous and I just knew I would make a really big impact in the world I thought I would be more of a model I, I didn't know what exactly I would be but I knew it was big and so right before I was graduating chiropractic school I started getting those pains those feelings of like, I'm meant to be doing more. I'm meant to be sharing in a bigger way. And when I really started opening that up, friends of mine started giving me spiritual self-help books. And I just started reading and learning and following mentors who were speaking and writing and on stages in the podcast, creating courses and doing it in a way that felt authentic and right for me. So I would say it was about a year before I graduated where those kind of opportunities, books, and everything started presenting themselves to me. And then two weeks after I graduated, I just started my business. No backup plan, no side job, no anything. Moved to Florida and just began. That's amazing. And I love how you're saying that um, as an introvert, you knew you were going to be famous. I want you to own that statement because that's powerful. And I think a lot of people would associate introverts as like the wallflowers, the ones who are shy, and which is completely far from the, the truth because we are our own energy generators. But you being an introvert, you're like, yes, I'm going to be famous somehow, some way. I know. I love that. And that's one of the things that really excited me about 
beginning on this podcast because when I really sat and thought about it, I was like, I don't know if there are that many actual famous people who are introverts or who who know that like they don't always have to be on all the time and surrounding themselves with people. It can because where I feel most at home is is being at home with myself, with my boyfriend, like my family. That's where I feel most lit up. So it seems like a contradiction that like I want to be famous and I want to be a public figure, but that is just the that's just the desires that have been put in my heart. So it can make it challenging, but you just have to show up for it every every single day and own it like you mentioned. Absolutely. I want to dive in uh, more to your services because I find it fascinating um, or just really badass, really, that you um, are you have a science background and you also have a background in spirituality and self-love and healing. And I I'm curious to know um, how you've been able to juggle the two and and be be able to bring them together holistically um, for yourself. when addressing peers, um, especially those in the science community, and also yeah. with your clients. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful balance of both of them, but my superpower is my intuition. My superpower is my clairsentient ability to feel people. So I don't need to know exactly what's going on in your neck or your back and all of the muscles and science around it. I get to tap into if I can feel into that feeling and breathe into it and and help people move it that way because it's a feeling thing and so some people this is where it can take some mental power for me to know the science and the anatomy and the reasons and all of that that doesn't necessarily light me up but I can communicate it and speak it in a way when I need to but 90% of the time it's more of the spiritual the healing the feeling of it it's everything that's fantastic. I'm curious to know how um, you, like, what was the stage at which um, you knew you went, you're, you're getting your degree in, in a science-based course, and then you boldly stepped out and said, actually, I see um, self-love, spiritual side as being a beautiful, um, holistic container for this. And how was that perceived with your family and your, your friends and your peers who saw you strictly as a chiropractor totally so the turning point for all of this was when i read louise hay's book you can kill your life and that was when i learned about what self-love was i was never introduced to it or i wasn't conscious of it and when i finished that book and when i applied it to my life i could not believe that this information was not worldwide public information that we all know in every household like this is crazy like we all know the kardashians but how do we not know self-love like it's not to judge or like be bad like i love the kardashians they're killing it they're doing it but like so many people's lives would just be so much more magical and miraculous and families if if they had known this information so you can even feel it probably like i'm lit up by it i'm excited so that was what moved me forward and it, it's it's what motivates me to get the information out there and do whatever it takes and I think the judgment from my family of course they're probably concerned right like we just paid for $200,000 student loan debt right and then I'm not even doing it like that was a judgment though 
that I feel like it was more of my own judgment of myself and people just mirrored and reflected it back to me. And so when I owned it and I started owning it pretty soon, the judgments of other people, like friends and peers, like some friends fell away and that was, that was hard, but the majority of people believed in me and were motivated by it. So, but it was, but the reason why, like if you're listening, it's because I shifted it within myself. I owned it within myself. So their judgment fell away or didn't matter anymore to me. Oh, I, I love that connection right there that you're talking about, the mirroring, right? And how um, we see the judgment in ourselves and, and often how that is mirrored in other by other people um, and how you acknowledged where the source was of, of that and addressed it internally and then owned your actions and made movement towards your your own action and your own goals yeah i think whenever like we're worried about other people judging a big move or a desire of ours they're only reflecting back to us our own judgment or hesitation or doubt around it they will stop doubting you and bringing up resistance and comments and criticism when you stop doing that to yourself Oh, that's powerful. And I know as, as everyone's listening right now, um, self-love and healing is definitely, I mean, I'm seeing you right now, um, listeners. She's like lit up and radiant when she's talking about her jam. And um, <laughs> so it's so much part of your essence, I can tell. And I want to know how or why are you so passionate about self-love and healing? And how has that shown up in your life specifically in the last year of the pandemic? Yes. I'm just so passionate about it because I used to burn out all the time. And I used to go from these crazy highs and these crazy lows where I would gain 30 pounds. And then I would lose it three months later. And then I would gain it. And then same thing, spring break comes and then I just gained it all back. I would call in relationships with narcissists, with people who emotionally messed with my mind. And so when I wasn't in the energy of love and I'm codependent on my energy coming from somewhere else or an external source, it wasn't sustainable or maintainable. And I would wake up every day feeling like I just woke up and got hit by a train. There was no motivation. There was no excitement. I felt depressed. I didn't want to get up. I would start my day so late, like literally sometimes 8 p.m., like and I wouldn't even watch TV and I wouldn't even check my phone like I can relate to that feeling even talking about it right now and that's why I'm just so grateful because on the other side of that of doing what I need to do to love myself my morning practice my rituals taking care of myself even a bath like knowing that energy within myself knowing that it can't be taken away from other people it can't be taken away from me from other people like nobody can take that away from you you don't have to rely or be attached or then be dependent on someone else's love and so the, the end result of that is I have a six-figure almost multiple six-figure company I have so many friendships I only take calls like four days a week and in the rest I, I play and I have fun and I relax and I chill and I don't have anxiety anymore. Like I am free. I am free. <laughs> yes. 
Oh my God. I am celebrating you right now. That is a total badass move and one that people will see the outcome and they'll think it's just an overnight or you got lucky. But hearing you uh, reiterate that, it shows that it's consistent action. It's self-awareness of the pain and the discomfort and acknowledging that and that's where you're at and that's okay. And then looking at what you need to address that and move forward to get to that next step. So congratulations, that's huge. Thank you, right? And I'm so big on celebrating even a little win, like even something so minute, like even at the end of the day, like if you broke one pattern you did, like get in the energy of celebration. It feels so good, like, and you're worthy to stay in that energy and you can maintain it and you can sustain it. You don't have to keep going so, so up and down. That's my core message that I just really want to anchor that in. Love it. I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. I, I love as well that acknowledgement of your, your energetic needs as an introvert and what you needed to do and what you wanted to do to um, give yourself that energetic boost and to recharge. Um, You you were mentioning some morning rituals and things that you love and and some boundaries as well with, you know, only taking calls four times a week. So um, was that a a natural progression? Was that like a um, experimentation phase of what worked and what didn't? or and and how how did those um, rituals and boundaries that you put in place how did that impact you last year when the world turned upside down? I like don't know what I would would have done without the boundaries or my morning ritual or all of the things I would have been all over the place, scattered, overwhelmed, chaotic. Like, and it's it wasn't through a trial and error. It was just through my own getting so tired of my own chaos and scattered and overwhelmed, all those things. I couldn't live in that energy anymore. And so every day I would write in my journal, like, God, like, what would you have me do? And it's like, stick to your schedule, cut out dairy, cut out alcohol, all these things, right? And maybe I would do them for like a week and then I would go back to the old ways. But the old ways was predictable, chaos, struggle, overwhelm, all over the place, tired, run down, burnt out. And I was done with those feelings. I could not feel those feelings anymore. So I I got committed. I got committed and I got disciplined to taking my guidance and my action in my journal. And I, this is why I always say, like, your guidance is within you. You know what you need to do. You're just not doing it. If you just did it, you would be good. You would be good. Oh my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. If we, if we mommed ourselves <laughs> in those moments, it, it's crazy. Just the simplest things that we're often so resistant of. And like you said, it's the resistance over time that's built up and built up. And you're like, no, I don't really need to do it. Or it's not going to have that much of an impact. But like you said, over that course of time of that consistent resistance, you're getting into those Disc, that feeling of epic dis, um, discomfort and disease and um, overwhelm and angst and just being completely miserable to a point where it's no longer worth avoiding. It's definitely not. It builds and it builds and it hurts and it just needs to explode. 
explode and it just needs to be let out. So we don't need to hold all of that pain. And even as you just said, you were asking some of the benefits too of self-love and healing. And, and one of them is that the energy of the disease and the fear and the scarcity and the lack, they don't exist in that same frequency. And this frequency, it feels light. It feels like you can breathe. Like, you're good. We just do it to ourselves. Like, we're safe to be in that feeling of feeling that optimal health, that optimal wealth, that optimal relationship. Mm. We're safe there. Absolutely. And for, for listeners who might not be in tuned as much into the spiritual side, or they're just starting their spiritual journey, when you say uh, frequency, what uh, and how you're comparing um, certain feelings to different frequencies, can you explain that a little bit for the listeners? For sure. So uh, for me, like learning and feeling my frequency came over time. And so now it, it sounds more it really is simple, but if you're holding on to a lot of baggage or the past, it's hard to feel it. So to me, frequency is another word for feeling. So you're either low feeling, medium feeling, high feeling. I don't feel good today. I feel like crap. Or, oh my God, I'm celebrating. I feel so excited. Like, yes. To me, that's just another way of saying frequency. Frequency sometimes can just sound a little cool, a little elevated, because if you can picture it, sometimes I'll picture it like a soundboard, like going up and down, you know, like even when you're speaking into, you're sending a voice text on your iPhone if you have one, and you can see like the different, the different waves on it, that's what it is. It's just more advanced. It's basically, too, it comes down to are you feeling good or are you not feeling good? Are you... Do you feel worthy of feeling good or are you afraid to feel good? Are you afraid something will happen or something bad will happen if you feel good? Ooh, that, that's a good question. <laughs> and yeah, definitely. Good, I literally like go reflect on that journal. Like, are you, are you afraid something bad will happen if you feel good and see what comes up? Interesting things might come up. Absolutely. Because I think fear fear has so many, um, you know, when we're, we're ready to up level and we're ready to change, fear can hold us back so much from taking that initial move. I know when I, um, two years ago, I, um, after 11 years of living in Scotland, I moved, um, back to the U S. Um, but right before I was actually absolutely petrified. I was like, I've never lived my adult life in the U S I, I don't even know like if I could do it and all these limiting beliefs came up. Right. And after I talked to a few other people who had moved and they said, you know, I've always, after I've gotten to my new place of arrival, I've always asked myself, why didn't I do that sooner? And it made me think about the things that hold us back and how fear can hold us back by saying either we're fear, there's a fear of failure or a fear of success. And that last one goes directly to that that journal prompt that you've suggested that we all take some time to ponder. Yes, I, I love that question that you ask yourself, like, why didn't I do it sooner? What are you What are you waiting for? We create all these limitations and fears and built up stories before something even happens. And ninety percent of the time, it doesn't even happen. The other ten is just because it's a self fulfilling prophecy, and you're you're 
energy and the amount of times you thought about it is why it happened. Yeah, we're, we're funny. We do that to ourselves. But I, I love just, to me, just sitting down and just journaling it all out. Like, it gets all of the crazy or the fears or the beliefs or that I'm scared, like, out of my head and onto paper. And even just that release feels so good. Feels so good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I love what you're saying here about, you know, some great tools to get the gunk out of her head. And it's almost like an energetic cleanse, especially I think as introverts, we, and the women in the podcast who've heard more than one episode know how much I rant about this, but as introverts, our generator is our, you know, our mind. It's where we get the best downloads, the creative vision, see the spirit the patterns and really um, get the inspiration to take action. But when we're too much in our heads and when we're, like you said, seeing when, when we're in low frequency or um, living our act, you know, living our lives based on fear, it's that vicious spiral in our mind and our mind is no longer that beautiful um, spacious tool that recharges us and i think journaling is such a beautiful prompt or a a tool for introverts to really see those patterns yes i agree because it's that's what it it is it's it's when you're just so up in your head it can feel so chaotic and hard to move that energy like my biggest thing i just share with people is always just move and breathe and yeah like especially being introverted or if you're at home a lot sometimes we forget that and like even with COVID it's like we've forgotten that and now we're all getting a breath of fresh air and a lot of our stuff is coming to the surface a lot of us are feeling in our heads a lot of us are like what is happening right now but your 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 job like at all of our jobs is to just really breathe into it and and soften into our hearts and yeah, drop from the head down into the heart and know that you're safe there. But, you know, if you have it, if you have anxiety or you go back and forth, like, just, just breathe into it. It's a moment to moment thing and just doing it more and more, you just get better and better at it. It's not that it necessarily goes away, but it just, it just gets easier and easier. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Breath is such a powerful tool. And I'm thinking about our listeners, my listeners who um, they are, so they're ambitious as hell and they have a lot of desires, a lot of goals and a lot of dreams, but specifically in, um, during the pandemic, they've, they've been susceptible like everyone to pandemic fatigue and they've, they've, um, felt very overwhelmed with, um, you know, the kind of the dichotomy of their goals over here on one end and them kind of just fighting daily fire fires on the other end and not getting anywhere closer to their dreams right now. So do you have any tools? I know you, you mentioned breathing and I know you mentioned, um, uh, journaling, but do you have any other tools in your um, chiropractic and and your spiritual toolkit um, for these ambitious, overwhelmed introverts? Yes. Well, I don't know if it's a mu- as much as a tool, as much as the energy of acceptance. Accepting that you're feeling a fire, like accepting that your anxiety is there. Like, not trying to push it away or feel like you need more time to get ready or you need to get a certification.
position or a qualification or more clients or more money, and then you'll feel a certain way. My biggest thing is, and this, I guess this could be chiropractic too, it's related with chakras, like you, even smelling an incense or an essential oil, ultimately what they all are doing on the grand scheme of things is getting you to get into the present moment and breathe into your body and your feelings and your emotional state no matter what it is. So if you feel anxiety right now, or if you feel depression, or if you feel scared or overwhelmed, or you don't know what to do next, you don't have that clarity. Even right now, like closing my eyes and placing my hand on my heart and I literally give myself that warm healing touch that I would give to a chiropractic patient. So this brings in the chiropractic of it. I give it to me. I give myself all of that love, that warmth, that nurturing, that softness that I give to everybody else. And so what happens a lot of times when you feel so far away from your dream, although you have a huge dream and a huge vision and you want to help the world, you're an empath. That's, that's part of your job. Empaths, light workers, healers, visionaries, coaches, whatever, good-hearted people, good-hearted people. You have such a massive heart and you're meant to carry out your vision. And it's going to start falling into place and the ideas will line up, the money will line up, the clients will line up. When you start loving yourself and giving yourself that love, and it's however you need the love. Maybe you need to touch yourself. Maybe you need to rub your arm. Maybe you need to kiss your hand, rub your belly, your thighs. Maybe you like gifts. Are you taking yourself out and treating yourself to a new shirt? Maybe you like words of affirmation. Are you saying your affirmations or journaling or writing yourself a love letter? This is where you get to, you spend so much time with other people and you work so hard on your business and growing it and your vision, but you haven't spent, I, I suspect, if you're listening and whatever's coming out in this moment, you might not have just spent a lot of time with you because you're always giving love to everyone else. But when then it comes to you, you put yourself on the back burner or put yourself last or say you'll get to it later. As opposed to doing the opposite, which we're not taught, which is something I'm so passionate about bringing to the world, is filling your cup, getting to know what you personally need to feel so in love and so good, so amazing for that day, and not conditionally, not just on vacation, not just on a date, every single day and then go out and serve in the world, it will all line up and fall into place and into alignment, and you just will be living your vision and your mission. You will close that gap that you feel, that energy or that feeling of it feels so far away. How do I get to that? That will go away. You will just be it. Oh. The embodiment of it. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Anneli, for taking us through that, almost like a guided meditation right there. <clears throat> yeah. I love the points that you were touching on about reminding us to feel into our body and our feelings and staying and by doing that staying grounded um, in the presence rather than getting in our head and projecting about what's happening in the future or what happened in the past and by doing that 
acknowledging where we are and not holding the judgment about where we are, but giving ourselves the support, the support and the the love that we need because you're so right as empaths which most introverts are actually more likely to be empaths than extroverts fascinatingly enough so we are all into our feels and we're often the ones like you said oh my god yes we're often the ones who are like reaching out and giving all of our loved ones, the gifts of energy and support and love and acceptance and encouragement. But you're so right there about reminding ourselves to, to also pay that back and invest in ourselves. Yes. That's what an investment is really. It's, and that's where there's investments at all different levels with wherever you're at. And it's, it's so that you can hold yourself to that commitment and allow yourself to receive the support, the nurturing, the accountability, whatever you personally need to hold yourself high and be your best version. That's the intention of an investment. It's not ever, I used to have it so backwards thinking I'm giving all my money away or what if I don't make the money back or even that energy, like it's just not true. I've learned to just look at investments and I'm always investing in myself to hold me high and if it doesn't really excite me but scare me, it's it's not something I want to go for. So that's just a little thing because if you know if you're listening, it we need to invest in ourselves. Investing in ourselves too can be in going and getting a massage. So you're worthy of investing in yourself. You won't lose a single thing. You can only gain. So um, for somebody who's listening and they're really they're really curious about what investing themselves might look like. How, um, but they're kind of like in that overwhelm stage where they're still not able to see the patterns, right? Or to hear their intuition, which is quietly whispering to them. What are some ways that you can recommend our listeners to, to really listen to what, and to really kind of dive in deep and find out what, what they really need to invest in? Yeah. So when you can get clear enough every single day, the answers from your soul will speak to you so loud and clear. And as empaths, introverts, we already have that natural ability and we can pick up on so much. So if you want to be so crystal clear and know what's an absolute yes for you versus a no for you, you get to tune in every single day to clearing yourself out. So for example, a morning routine if you did a morning routine or a morning practice, morning meditation, whatever word you need to get out of your head to release that resistance to it, the point of it is every morning is that you're getting, you're, you're tapping into your highest frequency, your highest self, your most clear self. You can't miss the messages then, and the messages get so loud and clear that you can't ignore them, and you have to listen to them and answer them, or else it hurts too much because the resistance hurts. And you'll get to that point too where even what I'm saying makes more sense. But you it's it's a commitment, it's a discipline to every single day doing what you need to do to feel that way. Everybody's is gonna be different. So for example, with my clients, we talk about it in the first session and then we see for the next three months. We watch it all unfold. But what works for me might be hundred percent opposite of what would work for Lindsay or what would work for Jen. 
that's why they have to get to their highest vibrations, come up with a plan, and then they stick with it for three months. So whether someone wants to work with me or not, I, I highly recommend three months, six months, 90 days, whatever you need to do to really commit to stretching yourself and, and going all in on being your best version. I love that. I, I also love how you're reminding um, women to really get to know themselves and to find out what works for them so that they can build that consistency because um, I, I so relate to um, you know the morning routines and the rituals and I used to hear all of this and used to put myself down for for not following you know what all these super successful people were doing and it seemed like they were all doing the same prescription and I thought well god maybe that is why I'm not successful which is hilarious looking at that now but uh, realizing that you know I'm a number seven on the Enneagram I am a Sagittarius rising and um, <laughs> freedom is one of my biggest values and what I was noticing was that even the word ritual or the word routine for me was felt very constrictive and so when I looked at it as just gifts that I could give myself or adventures that I gave myself Calling it and just reframing it a certain way gave me so much more expansion and freedom and excitement to really invest in myself consistently. And so it could be something as simple as that for women. Um, But the more you know yourself, the more you can tweak those things and you can realize those resistant patterns and those limiting beliefs and you can start rephrasing that. And that's when when the inspired action becomes consistent. Exactly. Everything that you just said is, is, is perfect. Exactly how I would put it. It's rechanging the name of it. If you have resistance to it and just making it about it being your intention of why you're doing that. So I love, I love how you just put that. And I I know you've also touched on this as well. Um, but I want to dive in more. Um, <laughs> so when it comes to faith and trust, <laughs> I want to dive in and, and kind of hear from you how this plays into the role of self-love and the healing journey. I think it's everything because if you are afraid of the feeling of love, it can scare you sometimes. And it can feel super overwhelming and it can feel like something we want to shut off because you can't escape the present moment. You can't escape where you are at. And sometimes it can feel like so much like, oh my God, am I being controlled by someone or something? And so you have to know too that before your desires come in, if you've been creating and manifesting and visualizing and asking for the money, asking for the clients, asking for the man, it has to eventually happen. You have to eventually wake up and be in that scene. It's going to happen. And so faith and trust is knowing that you believe in a a loving God or creator or universe. That this feeling that you're feeling, you're not going to die. Like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And so access the faith, the faith and the trust as soon as you can. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I I have had a, a love-hate relationship with um, trust and faith and something when I was young, I, I of course, you know, did very um, freely and without a th- second 
thought. And then the more degrees I got, the more I was in an academic um, uh, sector and the more doubt that I cast on myself and my own actions. And it took me a lot of unlearning to get back to where I was at, you know, kindergarten and grade school level. And for women who can relate to that feeling of self-doubt, who are just in that murky swamp of doubt and to the point where they don't even know what path to take moving forward because they they intensely self-doubt themselves every single moment of their um, their existence. How what um, tools or recommendations can you give them to move through that resistance and start to build a little bit more trust? Knowing that you can't make the wrong decision, either decision you make will be the right one, and the universe, God, whatever you're having faith and trust in, will have your back and support you. It won't just leave you if you make the wrong decision. And so in those moments when you're at a crossroads and you keep deciding, should I go left, should I go right, should I hire this coach, should I hire that coach, should I make that investment, should I do? all of that is an energy, right, a feeling that you can feel in your body. Your job is to just slow down at that crossroads for a second and ask yourself, which one is going to get me to more of where I want to be? And then you make the powerful decision. And then you trust it. And you know that that decision will then be fully backed up. You might learn a lesson and you might learn what not to do from that. But then the next time you're at a crossroads, because there always will be one, you'll make the decision quicker and you'll move through it and you will start building up evidence. Something I want to say if you're in the murky waters like that too is that every other time you worried about it, maybe paying a bill or how are you going to heal your heart after a breakup or something like that? Every single time you ended up being okay. You were fine. You were alive. You were reading. You were laughing again one day. Like you were good. Like you were good. It's, it's, it's when we're so stuck in the moment thinking like, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? I don't know what to do. It's not working. Da, 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 da. That's for you too. slow down, breathe, take a walk, get out of that, that literal environment move yourself around even if you have to just sit up off the couch and remind yourself that you were always okay you always will be okay there's nothing to worry about that's such a beautiful reminder for women to tap into their own resilience because like you said um when we're in that vicious spiral of thought about this is how it's always been this is what it's always going to be like we only give we only find the evidence to support that feeling and what you were talking there about the evidence finding the evidence to show your resiliency to show your strength to show that you always have support and you've always been able to find a way out that again is just switching the the conversation in your head but it's finding real facts and examples that really support you to move out of that that murky um, self-doubt swamp. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm curious, um, cause I, I know we've talked about some of the things that have plagued, um, the, uh, find your focus listeners, but in your own, um, coaching and, um, healing with self-doubt for, um, your own clients, what has popped up for, um, introverts, uh, recently and what would you like to, 
to remind other introverts who are listening um, today? I think the biggest thing, if you can really accomplish and overcome this as an introvert, as an empath, is to really not care what people think. You might, you've heard that one million times, right? But are you actually embodying that? Or are you making your decisions based off what you think someone will say or they'll judge you or they'll think you're crazy or if you get back with that guy, like everyone will think you're nuts or what are you doing? I see that as the biggest thing holding everyone back. It holds you back from being yourself and feeling your best and being in the present moment as often as possible if you're afraid of what anyone will think. So right now, if you're listening and if you're not at where you want to be at or you're not comfortable with where you're at, whose judgment or opinion or criticism or approval is still running the show? And it might be so subtle, but this might be something you want to journal on or talk to a friend on or talk to a coach on talk to a mentor and really see what what comes up why are you not doing the thing that you know to do I guarantee at least 99% of the time it's because of caring what someone else thinks and not feeling safe that if that person doesn't like you or validate you adore you whatever that you won't be okay and this is why you do need to to love yourself and source that love within yourself so that it can never be taken away from you. If someone doesn't like you or doesn't approve, it's okay, because you like you and you approve of you. And you're you're called to do whatever you're called to do. Your mom, your your cousins, your uncle, friends from high school, they don't have the same visions and feelings that you have. So they're not meant to get it. The people like you who have a big dream and have a big vision and who are here to impact so many people in this world no one will see and know the vision the way that you know and see the vision and it's up to you to bring it to life despite any of your obstacles and any judgments of other people are holding you back from what people think when you really can release that and embody it you truly will soar you truly will fly your mission will completely land and birth be birthed into what you thought but even better you will just keep going and you'll just always be okay and it, it just keeps getting better so just keep going you were born for this oh, dr Annalie, thank you so much for those healing balms i certainly got something out of that and i know our listeners will as well i love how you're reminding the women to to really find when when they're being triggered by rejection or self-doubt or fear to tap in and work on that building that that reservoir of self-love within themselves because like you said when you face resistance external resistance from people you know your loved ones to your coworkers or just people on social media um, commenting about why you're doing something. As creators, as introverts, as the the artists and the the brainstormers and the visionaries that we are, we often need to be the proof, the evidence for others to think that they can also step out on their journey. So we were given a beautiful purpose and a beautiful gift to brainstorm and create and be visionaries. And when you're feeling that self-doubt, it's actually the fear of you stepping into your own power and your own purpose and leading the way to others who are too afraid 
to even consider that's an option for themselves. Yes to all of that. So I I love what you're um, you're just dropping all these beautiful um, helpful tools and nuggets for women to really nourish themselves um, after this call. But for women who really are lit up with the the points about um, wanting to boost their self love and um, you know develop some boundaries and to really work on their own healing journey, how can they get in touch with you and and what sort of support do you offer? Yes, yes, I, I'd love to connect with all of you guys listening when you're complete with this episode. So you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Annalie, and I have a podcast, Coming Home Podcast, and Heather, I'd love to have you on it. So we, yeah, yeah whenever you listen to an episode, just screenshot me, send me a message, and what I created for you is a free meditation series. So being an introvert, being an empath, one of the ways that I really like taking people through a journey is through a meditation. And of course, we I didn't even plan it, but we did a little meditation on the session, and, and that's how I really, too, can drop into my heart. So I think the meditations will be really beautiful for you to be in the comfort of your own home, wherever you're listening, so that you can start dropping into your body feeling safe in your heart and just just breathing so it's drally.com slash self-love meditations i think we provided you with the link but you can find them all over my content yes yep and then if you feel called after the meditations then i have a three-month mastermind you can join anytime you get 10 calls unlimited group chat so that's an option for you after listening to the meditations. Excellent. And tell us a little bit more about the mastermind. What's the focus and, um, you know, what size is the group? So I actually have two groups. I have a 12 p.m. on Tuesday and a 12 p.m. or a 7 p.m. on Tuesday as well. So it's, it's cute because <laughs> both groups are going through different things. So my 12 p.m. group is usually women who are already at six figures or who are about to hit six figures they pretty much have the online business but they want to step into taking it to multiple six figures they're ready the 7 p.m group they are the women who have a huge vision they know what they want but they're still in the nine to five and maybe like just started just started and they're still a little overwhelmed scattered chaotic anxiety so i support them at night before i cook dinner before i go to bed but yeah it's 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 amazing because I get to help so many women in one day. And so what we're really doing in this mastermind is, is really simple. We're coming home to who you are. It's your three-month space of loving yourself and embodying every single thing that you want to do. So we support each other. We uplift each other. We motivate each other. We are congratulating. We are holding space. We don't let anybody play small. So it's an intimate, beautiful group of other goddesses, of queens, empaths, visionaries, healers, coaches, who genuinely want to give and receive to each other. So I love it. I've had so many women, all sorts of things, get engaged, get out of toxic relationships, get divorced from an abusive husband, lose 20 pounds, finally keep it off, have six figures, anything. So it's because it all comes down to if you're feeling in your worth, 
if you feel at home within yourself, if you love yourself, everything else just flows. It all just comes to you, but it just sometimes might take a little time to get used to that feeling. So for me, three months, sweet spot, sweet spot. So if this is resonating with you and maybe scares you a little bit, just put your hand on your heart and breathe. And if you feel called and it feels like it would get you to where you want to go, join us. I love that. And I, I so resonate with the reminder for women to, um, check in with their, um, their self-love and that it's the, it's almost like, a the, the eternal source that drives you to your goals and your focus, because that is going to be your generator to get you through the hurdles and the resistance and the, the obstacles that you're going to be facing. But often when we come from a position of lack and stress and fear, having the support of women, other women who are in it together, who are encouraging each other and supporting each other and reminding each other of their own gifts and power, like your mastermind there, it's such a beautiful combination to support each other on that um, epic ride of change. Yes, we, we really need support. And I really just, I created a container of what I needed. I did so many masterminds, worked with so many coaches. I did every course and program out there. I literally feel like all the certifications, everything. And so what I birthed and created was exactly what I needed to rise. And so I am lit up. I am excited. It's my zone of genius. Like I literally get turned on by, by the work that I do. And I, I love that I'm in that position and I get to help other women the same so it's, it's just so fun for me it's so fun oh, well I'm celebrating you I'm so thankful for the gifts that you're bringing to this world and you know the all the helpful tools that you've given us and the beautiful self-love meditation ladies all of the yes. links um, you can access in the show notes to this episode at you will be able to get the self-love meditation you'll be able to reach out to Dr. Annalie and you know really see like her joy radiate in just even a, a DM on Instagram so um, please do reach that. out <laughs> Dr. Annalie, thank you so much for coming um, to the on the podcast as a, f- a fellow ambitious introvert, and I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you, my love. It has been an honor, and whoever is listening, it's it's been my pleasure. I can't wait to see you more. Sending you guys love. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hopefully, I gave you the boost you needed to start your week. If it did. It would be appreciated if you spent two minutes right now to give this podcast a review on iTunes and then share the episode with an introverted friend who needs to hear this message. Your review will make sure other ambitious introverts who are struggling to find their voice and focus find this show and can receive the love and support we hope you felt today. Thank you. And remember, your perceived introverted weaknesses are your powerhouse.